Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. The following segment is from Monday, Football Monday, on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. I do think we have to give a lot of love appropriately to the Vikings. They, they have earned a lot of preseason hype. I, I say that, but it is kind of relative. I think people are so, yourself included, um, unwilling to believe in Kirk Cousins because they just see the meme. They see the low-hanging fruit joke. But Kirk was awesome. Kirk was efficient. And a big reason why Kirk is awesome is because Justin Jefferson is awesome. My big takeaway is Justin Jefferson is the best player in the NFL right now. I mean, there's there's nobody playing at, at that level at their position, like as far as a gap between them and second place. Just con- to continue this segue, and, I, I, and the last point about the Cowboys, I think there's a little worry about mm-hmm. CeeDee Lamb because you just mentioned Justin Jefferson. And going back to the Bengals, even, you mentioned Jamar Chase. And these are guys who... The other defenses know that yeah. they are, and the, they still the and they find a way. CD Lamb, and granted, CD Lamb's playing with a half a quarterback, like, mm-hmm. and, and it wasn't good. However, CD Lamb was shut down. You can't shut down Justin Jefferson. The, the other defense knows. Same same thing to, to your, an extent with Chase. To your point, same Pete, thing to an extent with just Hill talking catches. They were both targeted eleven times. CD Lamb and Justin Jefferson. And I think a lot of people, by the way, are higher on the Packers defense than they are the Buccaneers defense right now, right? Like, and so right. again, like I'm I'm not saying this is apples to apples, but both targeted eleven times. CD Lamb had two catches. Justin Jefferson had nine catches. Let alone the fact that he had 184 yards and two touchdowns. I mean, he is unstoppable. And to your point again, I mean, if you're elite. And it hurts me to say because I love CeeDee Lamb, but if you're elite, you find a way. If I mean, Travis Kelsey finds a way. Like, if you're elite, you find a way. Who cares if you're getting double, triple teamed? You are elite, so you find a way. And I think we are seeing something incredible unfolding in Minnesota. Agreed. And back to the Cousins point. I, I've never been a Kirk Cousins guy. I think after Andy Dalton pseudo-retired from being a starter, he's now a backup. It became the Kirk Cousins line where he's exactly 15 now, here's the difference, though. When you have an offensive coach and someone who can find the strengths, play to them, get him in, in the right mind frame. My pick of the Vikings was not about Kirk Cousins. Suddenly, am I Kirk Cousins? guy? No, I don't like Kirk Cousins. You know that. I think that O'Connell can make the best out of this high-powered offense, right? Not only do you have Justin Jefferson, you have Dalvin Cook, Madison behind him. You have mm-hmm. Adam Thielen. You got other young receivers that that are entertaining. Kirk Cousins, in a lot of ways, being in Kansas City, reminds me of the Alex Smith Chiefs, which I had an opportunity to cover. You can win with Alex Smith. You can win with Kirk Cousins, but you need the coaching to be there. And I think O'Connell is a, a fantastic coach. And RJ, something I do every year is before the season begins, before Thursday Night Football begins on that Thursday, I'll just post it's not Thursday my Night Football. predictions get, get the for the year. Right, please. So, yeah, and whatever it was, it was on Thursday, whatever that game was on Thursday, I will, and I picked Chiefs over Vikings, and I had a lot of people that clapped back, and I went back yesterday, and I made sure to like everyone ah. clapping back after the Chiefs dominated, and then the Vikings beat 
a team that was expected to maybe win the NFC. And I just feel like this is a team that is ready to come out of the woodwork. And here's the thing, too. Like, the NFC is oh, wide dude. open. It is well, think wide about open. It. And so that's why it's right for a team like the Vikings that to was- go and do this. And by the way, last point about my project, and I'll, I'll give the floor to you. I picked a, predicted the NFC right two seasons running now. I didn't get the Super Bowl right. I've always picked the Chiefs the last three years. But I went Bucks, I went Rams, and I went Vikings. Um, look, three I just want to say I'm totally with you. If we were like physically person to person, it'd be a big, big bro hug right now. But big bro hug and like a couple pats on the back. Like that's that's the level of simpatico that we're operating on right here. Um, to be very clear, I don't like believe in Kirk. Like I'm not saying like he's the like engine that's driving this thing. But I think you can win with him if you're a coach who understands how to do that. And I agree with you. That's what Kevin O'Connell is. That's why. That's part of why I picked the Vikings, but the biggest reason is, is what you just said. The NFC is wide open. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the only reigning division champion in the conference who won in week one. And part of that was they played the Cowboys, obviously. But, I mean, the, the Niners lost as well. The only other, if you, like we do, classify the Vikings as a contender, the only quote-unquote contenders in the NFC who won in week one, because like nobody's like buying the commanders of the Giants, the Eagles and the Saints. If you put stock into the Saints, I, I don't personally, but you know what I mean? Like They're sitting pretty, the Vikings are. They have a, a division win already in hand. I mean, this felt like, um, I, I think oftentimes when people make their season predictions, like you kind of talked about, they just go chalk, right? Like they just pick all the division winners from a year ago and then like mix one thing up, whatever. Like who, like, no, I think we're, we are, we have the most proof that we've ever had that Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers reign of terror is closer to the end than it is the beginning. I'm not saying that that means they're washed or that means they're not going to be good at all. But I, I think it's very, very clear that they're on the downward part of this ride. Whereas the Vikings are on the upward part of this ride. I think this is, again, not the same thing as far as like, materials but this is the same sort of effect that brandon staley had on the chargers last year there was like you you have a lot of talent you know you were just plagued by this coach who didn't know how to use it anthony lynn there and mike zimmer here um so if you'll allow me the first come up of the week goes to kevin o'connell minnesota vikings head coach congratulations koc the beloved come up of the week here on Monday, Football Monday. You can hear the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL Show wherever you get your podcasts.